0: Welcome guys to a very special episode of the Pipe Bomb Show. I'm your host, John Pipe Bomb. We are Oh man, I was going so fluid with that. There we go, here we go. We are one week, one week away from AEW's Double or Nothing Show. This is a big show. I know they only do, what is it? They do Revolution, Double or Nothing, All Out, and Full Year. They only do four shows. Then you have the minor shows like Winter is Coming, Fighter Fest, Fight for the Fallen. Excuse me. But I feel Double or Nothing and All Out are their big shows. They're bigger than the other two. Even though Revolution has had a great card. uh, I think just those two pay-per-views are the top of the top. For whatever reason. They just have that feeling. Double or nothing and and all out. Now, this past Wednesday on Dynamite, they said they were going to announce the whole card. They're going to announce every single match. And I was gonna do it right then and there, but I didn't have time. So right now I am free of distractions. Let's run down this card. I'm gonna go from how it's written all the way to the top. Got about nine matches right here. It's gonna I, I feel double or nothing's gonna be a long night. It's gonna be one of the was a revolution that went to like midnight, I think. Started at like seven. It gave us like a four four hour pay-per-view or whatever. But let's go. Very first thing. I don't think this will be the first match, but we've got what's this? What is this match? Oh, okay. I see it now. We've got the young bucks, Matt, and Nick Jackson. Taking on John Moxley and Eddie Kingston for the tag team titles. Ever since John Moxley lost the AEW the world title to Kenny Omega, he's he's still been fighting the elite. He's still been on their ass. He's still annoying them. He still wants to go after them. And since they haven't made mention of a rematch between him and Kenny again, um He's teamed up with Eddie Kingston, and they've both been annoying the shit out of the elite. So, naturally, if we can't fight for the world title, I'm going to fight for the tag titles. Um, I don't have a problem with Kingston and Moxley winning it. I just don't see it happening. Uh, and I'll tell you why. First tag team champions were SCU. Second tag team champions were Adam Page and Kenny Omega. Just the team that they threw together. They took two guys and threw them together. Then FTR won the titles. Now the Young Bucks are the champions. And now just seeing Moxley and Eddie Kingston just being thrown together as a tag team team. Going for the gold. I don't mind it. I just don't like the the idea of them winning the titles. You have a lot of established tag teams in AEW. I'm probably going to miss all of them. You have the death triangle. I mean, uh, you know, the the Lucha Bros. You have the Lucha Bros where you had SEU. You have the Jurassic Express. You have the Butcher and the Blade. FTR still. You have Proud and, Power, uh, Proud and Powerful with Santana and Ortiz. The list goes on and on. You have established teams in AEW. I don't think you need your tag champs to be two single stars thrown together. So, for that reason, I'd say that the Young Bucks keep their titles. Personally, I think that's what happens just because that reason. I'd rather see the Young Bucks lose it to an established team than just, hey, Kenny, you're not doing anything. Hangman, you're not doing anything. We'll throw you guys together and you guys will win the tag titles. That was exciting. They had great matches. But I don't want to see a repeat of that again. I'd rather see the established teams go and face those titles. I'd rather see the Young Bucks face FTR again. I'd rather see them face Proud and Powerful or the Lucha Bros again. So Young Bucks for the win. Sting and Darby Allin versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. This all started with Scorpio Sky getting a shot at the TNT title against Darby Allin. uh, Lost the match, lost his mind, attacked him, turned heel. Um, Ethan Page, who was brought in at Revolution, I think in that uh, brass ring uh, uh, ladder match, just wound up hooking up with with Scorpio Sky. They just kept, you know, attacking Darby Allen, and eventually caused him to lose the um, the TNT title. Darby Allen's out for revenge. Sting is there by his side. It's interesting because Sting and well, just Sting. This would be. St- they haven't announced the cinematic match, so this isn't going to be like Sting and Darby against Team Taz. It's going to be a straight-up tag team wrestling match. Maybe Darby takes 90% of the match and Sting comes in at the end to do some good moves. And I think Sting and Darby Allen take it unless they have big plans. You see, it's another thing throwing two 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 people together trying to establish a new tag team of uh of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page but they're not fighting for the titles you can still build these guys up um so do you give the win to Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page you know you know getting a win over the legend sting Um, I don't think so. I think, um, if Sting's gonna lose a match, it's gonna be a one-on-one match. Um, this is like a novelty match. This is, uh, kind of like when you have a celebrity match, you put him in a tag team. So he doesn't do all the work, but he comes in at the right moments for the right spots and stuff, uh, and gets the win. I think Sting, this is going to be very different from that cinematic match. But I think Sting and Darby Allin, they get the win. Babyfaces come out on top. Ooh, this next match. Stadium Stampede, the pinnacle versus the inner circle. If the inner circle lose, they are broken up forever. Now, I've heard people give arguments on both sides. Well, the inner circle could win because the pinnacle just won blood and guts. You even it out. Even out the um, the win-loss column. I've seen people, I've heard people say the pinnacle win... Because, you know, what's there left for the inner circle to do? It's time to break them up. Establish the pinnacle as the new big team by getting rid of the inner circle. So, with that being said. My gut feeling... I'm, I'm going to go with my heart <laughs> to be as corny as possible. I'm going to go with my heart instead of my head. My head says that AEW will have the inner circle win. They're going to have the inner circle win to keep that win-loss balance there. And then maybe they go for one more big match at All Out. Maybe, maybe, the inner circle wins, and then that all out in August. Jeez, July, June, July, August—three months away. You do one more match: inner circle versus the pinnacle. No, if the inner circle loses, just if whoever loses, whichever team loses. Gets broken up. So now. The pressure is not only on the inner circle. The pressure is on both teams. My heart. Says the pinnacle is going to win. My heart says the pinnacle will win. You break up. Jericho and the inner circle. Jericho could be on his own as um as a singles, as a singles star. You could have him and have Jake Hager as his bodyguard still. You could keep proud and powerful together. You could Team up uh, uh, Jericho and, and Sammy Guevara as a new tag team. They've tag team plenty of times before. Lace X Gods. <laughs> that, that was their name. So you can take the inner circle, break them up into two teams, and have them in the tag team division. Or Sammy goes on his own, chasing after the TNT title. Hager could just be that big fucking you know beat em up guy. Jericho can do whatever he wants. He can feud with the next star to bring them up. He could he could be the next guy to face um Omega. Now that Omega's a heel and if he wins and keeps the title to all out. Maybe Jericho, now that he's a babyface, maybe you do Jericho and uh, Omega at all out. Omega won at in in Tokyo at Wrestle Kingdom. Jericho beat him at the first. Uh, I think I think it was at Double or Nothing. To qualify to face uh, Adam Page for the world, to be the first world champion, uh, Jericho beat Omega to do that. Maybe they they see those two records and then they say, "All right, here's the rubber match. You two face off for the world title." Jericho's trying to get his title back. He's trying to show that he is still. You know, on the top of his game, he is still one of the best. That's a story you could tell. So I'm going to go with the pinnacle winning. I would hate to see the inner circle disband, break up, but I think that's where we're headed. Next, for the TNT title, Miro will defend his title... Against Lance Archer. I think this will be a good big man match. Now, I praised Braun Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. That triple threat was just three big guys just beating the shit out of each other, powering out of moves and... Hidden, there's just two, like three big guys, and that's what we're getting here. Miro is built like a house, and Lance Archer is both big, literal, like he's big muscle wise, and he's big, like literally tall. Uh, I think it's too early though to. Take the title from Miro. He just won it. What was it? A week or two weeks ago, he just won it from Darby Allen. Um, he's been racking up wins, Lance Archer. Uh, I think it's just timing. Had this been at the next pay per view at All Out at the end of August, I would have said, yeah, I see Lance Archer taking it, but the, he. Miro just won that title, so I don't see Lance Archer taking it, Um, which sucks. Lance Archer is good, but it's timing. Him versus Cody. Cody was destined to win that, be the first TNT champion. And Miro just won the title, so it's all timing. Lance Archer's time will come, but it's not now. I think Miro keeps the title. uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage inside of a steel kit. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. But it will be Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Now, they had this match already. Uh, Last week, and Brian Cage won, Or, or maybe two weeks ago, Brian Cage won the match, and Hangman out of Page was number one in the rankings for a while. But that loss to Brian Cage dropped him down a few spots, which is why we're getting Pac and Orange Cassidy in the main event, and not Hangman. So hangman said, you know, fuck it. I don't have a match. You don't have a match. You're not fighting for the world title. Let's let's go again. I think I think they'll pull out all the stops though. It's not gonna be a TV match, it's a pay-per-view match. Uh it's gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. I've I've liked all of Hangman's um matches. As of late, maybe except maybe except the Matt Hardy match, but his matches with what he he had with Jericho uh against Kenny with Kenny taking on the young bucks, with Kenny taking on FTR um, hangman's one of the attractions. He's one of those guys where if I'm if I if I'm looking at the card on Dynamite, I'm going, oh, Hangman's fighting, gotta watch it. He's one of those guys that I always watch out for. Who's who's wrestling? Kenny's wrestling. The Young Bucks are wrestling. Cody's wrestling. The elite, basically the elite. <laughs> but Hangman's one of those that I, I really enjoy watching wrestle. So, uh, yeah. Obviously, I think this is um, I think Brian Cage beating Hangman was just a way to get Hangman out of the top of the ranking. So I think at the pay per view, Adam Page gets his win back. Uh, you know, I think that was just the excuse. Let's get him out that number one spot. He needs to lose. All right, but he's going to get his win back at the pay-per-view. That's all that is. The Casino Battle Royal for a future AEW World Championship match. We have Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, Pentagon Jr. I'm just going to call him that. Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, uh, Evil Uno, oh my god, Cole Cabana, Preston Vance, uh, Griff Garrison, Ryan Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, uh, QT Marshall, Nick Car- uh, Camarado, uh, uh, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and others to be announced. Now, whoever wins this Get a future world title shot. I don't think they'll hold off on the title shot all the way. Because, it, correct me if I'm wrong. When they did the, um, they did a casino thing at Double or Nothing last year. But it was a ladder match. You had to grab the poker chip. It wasn't a battle royal. You had to grab the poker chip. And that's when Brian Cage made his debut. Brian Cage went, grabbed, grabbed the poker chip, got a world title shot, faced John Moxley, but not at the next pay-per-view, but like the next event. The next event being Fighter Fest, which was like a month or two later. That's what I think this is. You can set up a big match... But a match that's not too big. You can put someone in that main event to face Kenny Omega at a special event. That's what Fighter Fest is. It's not a pay-per-view. It's a special event. So, who is it? I see a number of possibilities. Looking at the list, if I'm going to look at this list right now. I don't see Hobbs because... Uh, it's heel versus heel. I don't see anybody from the Dark Order. I don't see anyone from the Acclaim. No one from the Factory. Not Dustin Rhodes. If you ask me, not Matt Seidel, you could do a surprise win. Like Jungle Boy. Who is a popular um Wrestler. And once again, it's you're not putting them in a pay-per-view match. You're just putting them in a special event. It's not a pay-per-view. No one's spending money to see Kenny Omega versus Jungle Boy for the world title. But they will add viewers or or more, you know, attention. Jungle Boy is a Good wrestler he's still young as hell um, and apparently when Darby Allen has been defending the TNT title in the main event, he's been getting more viewerships for aew for the main event he he is drawing viewers if Darby Allen was in the Battle royal I would have maybe said Kenny Omega versus Darby Allen. Jungle Boy, I like that idea of just giving this guy a shot because it's not a pay-per-view, so you could do it. So I would have no problem with that. Another name, Pentagon Jr. Pentagon has been kind of on his own lately. It's been Ray Phoenix and Pac uh, teaming up. When they face the Young Bucks as a tag team. Uh, and Penta, Penta's been on his own now with, uh, with a new manager. I see Penta possibly taking it. Remember, it was Penta in that Revolution ladder match for a TNT title shot. So now he's going to be in a battle royal facing for a world title shot. I could see Penta taking it. Penta versus Kenny Omega. Sign me up. I remember it was it, uh no it wasn't all in, yes it was all in. Kenny Omega versus uh Pentagon Junior. Kenny won and then the lights turned off. When the lights turned back on, Pentagon Junior uh, attacked Kenny, but when he took off the mask, it was uh it was Chris Jericho. But I remember that match from a few years ago being really good. So I would not mind them doing that again. But I think the wild card, the person I think when they do that whole, you know, card system, the, pan, the man who's literally going to be the wild card, the last man in, Christian Cage. I see Christian Cage taking it though. They teased something with Christian and and Kenny not that long ago, for whatever reason. They didn't really follow through with it. It's not like Christian immediately went for the world title. But maybe this is his way for a, a title shot right here. And maybe they could build it around, you know, Christian. Christian has said for years, one more match. He could still go. All he's ever needed was one more chance. And this might be his chance at at a world title. So if you said, who are my three picks? Jungle Boy. uh, Penta. And Christian Cage. But in the other way, as the order. Christian's number one. Christian's taking it. Christian's going to win. If I had a second option, Pentagon. If I had a third option, Jungle Boy. But I'm strongly going for Christian Cage, taking it. And then facing him at, like, fight or fest or something. Cody Rhodes taking on Anthony Agogo One-on-one. This is... An interesting one. This feels rushed. I haven't seen Anthony Agogo wrestle. I haven't seen any of his matches. It, it's just all felt rushed. Cody Rhodes beat QT Marshall at Blood and Guts. Now Anthony Agogo catches him in the stomach. Knocks him down. Then he drapes the British flag over him. And that was so disrespectful that Cody Rhodes did a promo the next week that everyone shot on. I don't know if anyone on in the internet did not get to shit on that promo, but a lot of people did. He just... I heard someone say, if you had to go from A to B... There's a straight path to it. Cody Rhodes decided to take a detour, the scenic route. He took the long way to get to where he needed to go. Could have just said, hey, you disrespected me. You putting that flag on me. I'm an American or whatever. I'm going to face you. He went on a long speech, a long tirade. I've liked his promos. I haven't heard all of this. I just know everyone has shitted on this promo. That's all I know. So, that's that's basically it. There's not much to go with on this. The whole buildup was QT Marshall and his group, Just going against the Nightmare family. Um, I thought it would be QT versus Cody at the pay-per-view. But also, like, QT, I I was like, yeah, I see where it's going. They're going to fight at the pay-per-view. But really, it's a fall from grace, you know, Cody's opponents lately. But then I was like, all right, you know what, fine, it is what it is. But then he faced him at Blood and Guts, and I said, okay, he's going to face him at Blood and Guts. There's going to be a screwy finish, and they're going to have a rematch at the pay-per-view. Nope. Beats QT, but then sets up this other guy, Anthony Ogogo. I don't know if they're trying to build Anthony up. I don't know what their plans are. But... Let's go by the numbers. Cody Rhodes lost to Chris Jericho. Can't face for the world title. He lost to MJF at the next pay-per-view, Revolution. Then at double or nothing, he won the TNT title. The next pay-per-view... No, then he dropped the title. Then he dropped the title. I know he dropped it to Darby, obviously. When did he lose it to Darby? Full gear? He lost it to Full... Well, he lost it at Full Gear. Hmm. I need to think. I'm trying to think if he wrestled at All Out. I don't think so. No, because Brody Lee... Brody Lee faced John Roxy for the world title at double or nothing. Then he won the TNT title. Then they put the Dark Order in a tag match at all out versus another four man team. Okay, that's it. That's it. Then then after that, Cody won it back. Then he lost it to Darby at full gear. Then he lost uh in that latter match. Cody's had more losses. Uh on pay-per-view, I think. So I think this guy, Anthony Gogo, like I said, I don't know much about him. I don't know if they're try- if this is a the next star they're gonna try to build up or anything. So it's not like I can go and say, yeah, I see this guy has potential and stuff. He's going to be Cody. I don't know much about him. So I'm going to go with the safe bet. Cody Rhodes keeps – also, he's playing off the whole British versus America thing. And he said – Cody said, in a quote, you're not going to face the American nightmare. Nightmare. For one night only, you're gonna face the American Dream, Cody Rhodes. So, we're getting American Dream Cody Cody Rhodes. A double or a le- double or nothing. Which has to mean that Cody's winning this. <laughs> Sorry, Anthony. Don't know much about you. Haven't seen your matches. Don't know if you're any good. Don't know if this is leading anywhere, but Cody's had a, a lot of losses under his belts. And I'd rather him lose to put over Darby Allen than lose to you. So I'm going with Cody as the safe bet. That's it. Where does he go now? Every Every time... Cody loses or something happens. He he sets up immediately the next match. When he lost to Jericho, MJF screwed him over. So that started the next thing. The next feud. Then when he lost to MJF, the next the next Dynamite, he comes out to call out MJF. Jake Roberts comes out and says he's got a client that's going to come in. Then, obviously, Lance Archer at the next pay-per-view for the TNT title. Um, Then him, obviously, having the TNT title was always going to lead to him and Darby. But after he loses the title to Darby... Jade Cardgill comes out and says, well, you're going to fight Shaq soon. <laughs> uh, then obviously recently he beat, uh, you know, the whole thing with QT's group, feuds with that group, beats QT, and then immediately Anthony happens, beats him. So I think if Cody Rhodes beats Anthony, uh, Anthony Cardgill, Anthony Gogo. Pay attention, or if he loses, win or lose, he's going to come out on dynamite, and the next feud is going to happen. Whatever it is, whoever it is, whether he loses, he's going to come out on dynamite and go, I lost, I let America down, and and hit the music. Somebody's going to come out and challenge him and be the next feud. Money on it. If he comes out and goes, I I did it. I lived out the I got to be the American dream for one night. And and I did it for America. Hit the music! Somebody's coming out. Bet it. I will bet it. I will remember. I need to put my 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 links, my Twitter. I need to put it in the description. I need you guys to Fucking chat with me, talk to me, hit me up, message me, be like, you did it. You were right. How'd you do it? How'd you know? Uh, Next match. Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker, DMD. It's taken us a while to get here. It's almost a foregone conclusion. And as much as I love this woman, as much as I have enjoyed her presence, Hikaru Shida has made one full year One full year as the AEW Women's Champion, and she will unfortunately lose the title to Britt Baker at Double or Nothing. I have, I have enjoyed this title run. Our first champion was Riho. This. Tiny, small, 95-pound thing. (laughs) Um, The very first match was her beating uh, Nyla Rose. Then eventually down the line, I think at Revolution, um, Riho versus um, Nyla. Nyla got the win. And won the championship. That was a very that was a good match, if I remember. Nyla versus um uh, uh Reho. Then at Double or Nothing last year, they did a street fight match. A street fight match. Actually, the street fight match was good. And Hikaru Shida pulled out the win, surprisingly. Because I just figured, you know, she, uh, Nyla might hold it for about six months or something. And it was just like, no, her first pay-per-view defense, and she lost. And Hakaroshida, she's she's been doing good with the title. She's beat she faced Nyla again. I think um I don't think at all out. No, 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 not at all out. At all out, she faced. Thunder Rosa, who was the NWA women's champion at the time. And it was just like, whoa, 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 what are we doing here? This is the first time there's been a cross promotion involving AEW. This woman comes out. And they're like, this—that's Thunder Rosa. I didn't know her from a hole in the wall. It's like, who's Thunder Rosa? They said the NWA Women's Champion, and she came out and she said, "I want your title now." And listen, I didn't know shit about Thunder Rosa. I didn't know who she was. Never saw a match. Nothing. I love. And adore that woman now. (laughs) Thunder Rosa. Like I said. If her contract. When that comes up. Tony Khan better be right there. To offer her a contract. When she is done. With NWA. She better be. On the AEW roster. Immediately. And. She's been. She's been in AEW ever since really. Let's, let's, I'm going to get sidetracked I start talking about Thunder Rosa. But let, remember her. She's going to come back around. So, Karboshita faces her. Uh, she rematches against um, uh, Nyla Rose. Uh, she had a good match the second time around with Nyla Rose. Only thing is, like, towards the end... They hit their finishers too much. Like there's a point where it's like, bang, that's a sweet spot. That's where you end the match. And they dragged it on for another like like five finishers. And it was like, no, that was the that was it. That was the exclamation point. That was the end of the sentence or whatever. That's where you should have ended it. But okay, whatever. She fought. They had a whole um tournament, a women's eliminator tournament where oh, what was her name? Ryo Michkunami, I think. Basically a female Okada. That's what she looked like to me. I was like this is Okada. As if, if Okada was a woman, she had the she just oozed it she, from the hairstyle and the big jacket. Loved it. Um, she Still kept the title. Now, since day one, Britt Baker has said she is the face of this division. And when Riho was the champion, Britt Baker was facing her. Britt Baker was challenging her and losing and losing and losing. And then that's what made Britt snap and turn heel. That was it. As every time she faced Riho, she lost. I think she faced her two, maybe three times for the title. And she lost. And you would just see it in her face. And I said, if she wasn't such a role model with being a dentist, I could see her turning heel. And that's what they did. She was a really good heel. They brought in uh, Rebel. To be her sidekick, be her hype man or whatever. Britt Baker, she's had her matches with Big Swole. Um she was feuding with Big Swole for a long time, actually, for a while, leading up to All Out, I think. Um she even started beefing with Thunder Rosa. They had an unsanctioned match. Crazy unsan- unsanctioned match. That, that the wrestling world was praising it. They were praising Britt Baker. Who didn't even win the match. But they said "This she's tough as hell. She's tough as nails. Which brings us to where we are today. I think... At Double or Nothing, the prophecy will be fulfilled. Britt Baker says she is the face of this division. She was the first woman signed to AEW. I've told the story in the past. All in. The women's match. Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, Madison Rain, Tessa Blanchard. Me and my wife are watching it, and I said I, I told her, these are all independent wrestlers. I might not know all of them and stuff like that. I'm gonna be in the same boat as you. She says, okay. She saw Britt Baker come out. She goes, Her. I like her. The whole dentist thing that she's a real dentist in real life just makes it that much cooler she's gonna be the star. watch, and that's where we are now it's kind of um it's kind of like an like like uh like an attraction thing like Cody Rhodes like how cody has has been an attraction Cody is not in the world title pitcher he does not have a a title to face to to challenge for, but he always has. A match at each pay-per-view. He's an attraction. No matter if he's in a feud, if he's challenging for a belt, he will have a match. And Britt Baker has been the same. Whether she's been on the pre-show, she has some feud where she is on the card. And she is not fighting for the title. They have two matches for the women. One for the title one with Britt Baker I think Covarrish has done a great job as champion I think they are going to have a very good match at double or nothing that's going to be a match to watch but I think that Britt Baker fulfills the destiny And she wins the women's championship. Final match, main event, not a main event I would have seen coming, not a match I would have thought would have happened in a few years. But, Kenny Omega defends the AEW world title Against Pac and Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy and Pac had a match to see who would face Kenny at the pay-per-view. It was supposed to be a double knockout or a double countout or whatever. Orange Cassidy legitimately got injured. They caught an audible. They found a way to get them both counted out at the end of the day. So they got to where they wanted to go. A triple threat match. This one is very cut and dry. And it's very simple. Kenny Omega is keeping the world title. What's funny is when... When Jericho was feuding with Orange Cassidy... The whole point was, we're going to build up this guy, this fan favorite, and we're going to build him up. We have to have him face a big name. We're going to have him face Chris Jericho. Not a world title, not a world champion, but a big enough name that if you won, you catch people's attention. So he did. He beat him. And then after a while... Because Trent was injured, they started putting Orange Cassidy in tag matches with Chuck Taylor. He started doing the whole best friends versus uh, Miro and Kip Sabian thing. They had that long feud going for a while. So I thought, man, he just got off this high with Jericho. And now he's... In this feud, it seems like they should have kept that momentum going. Face another big name. And then one more big name. And then face for the title. But in any case, they've got here. They got where they wanted to go eventually. Maybe not so soon, but eventually, this is where it was going to end up. A fan favorite like Orange Cassidy. The King of Sloth style. Facing for the world title. That's where we are. We're here. This is what people have wanted to see. Maybe not legitimately as, man, I can't wait to see him because of this. But just because he's a favorite. Years ago, Alberto De Rio thought he won the Royal Rumble. But it turns out there was one more person in the ring with him, Santino Morella. Now, no one went into the match thinking, my pick to win is Santino. Santino's got this. But in that moment, no one said, he's he's athletic. He's got the best moves and stuff. They just saw him there in that moment. And they cheered. They said, that's the guy. He's going to win it. Fuck, it. Fuck everything we thought before. He's going to take this whole thing right now. And when he came close, people got off their feet. Fast forward, I don't think a couple months. The the, the year later, at a, at an elimination chamber, Daniel Bryan had the... the he had the world t- he had the world title and he defended it in the elimination chamber same scenario he eliminated somebody and there's only two guys left Daniel Bryan and Santino Marella same story santino hits him with that cobra move and in that instant, that split second, no one went in and said, Santino's my pick to win this whole thing. In that instant, they said, that's the guy I got to cheer for. That's the, under, the ultimate underdog. Someone you would never see winning that title. Fuck it. Forget everything I was thinking of. He's going to win that right now. He didn't. That's what I feel Orange Cassidy is. He's that guy that's been, you know, he's entertaining as hell doing the whole lazy wrestler gimmick. But I think there's going to be a moment where, you know, everyone might say Kenny's going to win. Maybe they give it to Pac. I think there's going to be a moment where people lose their mind. I think, I, I actually forgot. I think double or nothing will be a full capacity crowd. They're going to fill up that building. Daly's place will be filled in a full crowd capacity for the first time in a year. Months. You don't think there's going to be a moment where Cassidy comes so close to winning the match. He's going to hit that orange punch. On Omega. And people might just, just for a second, believe that he got it. That Orange Cassidy's going to be the new world champion. That's what, that, that will happen. Pac, amazing athlete. He can, he can do it all. TN, uh, TNA. AEW's <laughs> first year when they did uh, you know like a 2 out of 3 with Kenny Omega and then the third one was a Iron Man match Kenny Omega versus PAC those were amazing matches those matches were unbelievable He's a hell of an athlete. I like the whole. I'm just a pistol. I'm the bastard. And I have this 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 face. I just hate every fucking thing around me. And I'm an asshole. I like that gimmick. <laughs> I just like that. On for him, for him, I like that. He's gonna he 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 needs to. He needs to win that world title eventually. I just don't think it's happening so soon. Kenny Omega just won the Impact title. He just won the TNA title. He's only been champion since, what, December? What, five months? Five, six months? Kenny Omega's going to go into a year... With the AEW world title. He's not going to lose the AEW title. Till he loses. The Mexican world title. The AAA title. He's not going to lose the AEW. Till he loses. The TNA title. The Impact title. That's when eventually. He's lost the, the, the AAA title. Okay, okay. Minor setback. but I'm still the champion of two companies. Eventually, he loses the TNA title. You know, he starts losing it one by one. And then, finally, he loses the last one, his grand prize. And he's going to lose it to Adam Page. I think that's the story. The story is there. You just have to look at it. These two were a tag team. There was at one point people thought Hangman was going to turn on Kenny at Revolution last year. It just looked like he was going to go for that buckshot lariat and hit him and, you know, and knock him out. Then after they lost the titles, Kenny just just let, let Adam fall face down on the floor, on the, on the mat. Then they fought in the the Eliminator Tournament. Kenny was the better man. I think the story comes again, comes around one more time. They can hold off. There's plenty of guys to face Kenny. Like I said, Penta. You can have a guy like Darby Allin, Jungle Boy, Christian Cage. You can have. Jericho come in as a babyface to face this Kenny Omega, this heel Kenny Omega. You could do John Moxley getting one more shot at the world title. But I think it's going to lead to Hangman Adam Page finally climbing back up to number one and facing Kenny Omega is it at full gear later this year? Cause last full gear, Kenny beat him to get the world title shot. Do they save it for next year's double or nothing? Maybe they wait for all out and they do it as soon as then. But Kenny drops it to, to hang man Adam Page. That's my prediction. So he's keeping the title. We are going to get a close call with Orange Cassidy. Now, do the Bucks get involved? Do the, the Good Brothers get involved? Most likely, I think that will happen at some point. To make sure that, you know, Kenny, uh, Kenny keeps the title. It happened to Moxley. Good Brothers interfered at Revolution. Made sure Kenny kept the title. Think they do it one more time. Anyway, guys, that was a long, that was a long little episode there. <laughs> this is your double or nothing predictions. You see, I told you I was gonna do a prediction show as early as I could. I am looking forward to this. You know what's funny? Is next weekend is Memorial Day. So Monday, everyone has off. In my head, I'm like, okay, good. Because if the pay-per-view runs long, I have Monday off anyway. I'll be able to, you know, still get some sleep. I won't have to go into work the next day. I forgot AEW is doing this on Saturday. A couple of their pay-per-views, they've been doing it on Saturday. I mean, like, the last, I think Full Gear and Revolution were on Sunday. But the ones before that, they were Saturday, and I was like, "Perfect! Give me a long pay per view on Saturday. I still have Sunday to, you know, like get some sleep. I don't have to worry about the next day going into work or anything." But I forgot Saturday, and I I actually might like like go go um maybe have my brother over. I don't think he's seen a AEW. He's seen he's seen a couple matches. Uh, A couple highlights. I think he's seen a full pay-per-view. I think that would be a fun thing to see. He's only uh, watched WWE, so get his opinion on it. But we'll see when we get there. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate all the new listeners that have been coming. I remember one day just seeing you have, like, I don't know, one episode I had. Two two peop two plays, and then another episode, I had like thirty plays, so the word is spreading hopefully little by little, we just grow and grow and grow, and then, like I said eventually i I'll put in I'll put my Twitter in the description, I can do an episode where you guys ask me wrestling questions, and I can tell you how I feel, give you feedback, tell you what I think the best matches are, or what I think about this in the business, and stuff like that. We'll eventually get there, but like I said, I will put my Twitter in the description. You can send me a DM, tweet me a question, whatever you want. I will make sure to answer every and all that I can. Thank you for listening. I can't wait for Double or Nothing. I know you guys can't wait either. Talk to you guys next time.